Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. With the 2022 season behind us, Logan Paulson and Fred Smoot joined me to hand out the awards for the Commander season superlatives. So let's start with some of our MVPs. Uh, and who would that be, basically, for the entire team this year, Logan? For, for me, it's John Allen. I think when you look at John Allen, what he provides from a leadership standpoint, and what he, what, he, what he backs up that leadership from a play standpoint, he is a dominant force, a guy that, that has to be accounted for by other teams. And when you look at this this defense and how good they played this year, he's a huge piece of that and deserves a ton of credit. Uh, I got to go in the opposite direction. I'm going offense, and I'm going with Terry McLaurin. <laughs> I think he's the reason for the season. And see, I had a different uh, – I, I, I said, how can I come to this Conclusion. I think when I look back on this season, I think he was more responsible for wins than any other player mm. on this team. Yeah. I'm talking coach game. I'm talking about Philadelphia. I'm talking about Atlanta. Yeah. When he goes out there and he gets the job done, I'm going Terry McLaurin. You know, and they also talk so much and so many times that you need to get him the ball more. Yeah, yeah. Get him the ball more. And get the ball earlier. He mm -hmm. is one of your best playmakers. You gave him a huge contract, and that is something we heard Taylor Haneke saying all the time. Look, you paid the guy for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you did. You need to put the ball in his hands. Mm -hmm. uh, how about this? The player that showed the most growth this past year in 2022, Logan. For me, that's Jamin Davis, and it's not even a question. I mean, right, everyone was right. talking about him, and I was a bust in, uh, right. last year, and he just came out and played super well, taking on blocks in coverage, understanding what the defense was trying to do, and then just growing up over the course of the season and a guy who sneaky could have made the Pro Bowl in his own right yep. just from playing at a high level. So love the love the switch that he went through this last year. Great to see that. A uh, great thing, but you are wrong again. Oh, right, get so out at of the here. end of the day, and, and once you earn a nickname in the pros, you know you're doing something default. Like therefore, <laughs> he's the guy. You gotta say if you want a guy that did make some game defiant plays, some guys that changed the game, yeah. and a guy that when we say at the beginning of the year, what do we expect out of him? Not much. I right. thought he brought Pro Bowl caliber play to this defense, deep pro. That's and I'm he going. was so close to getting that fifth interception on the season, too. Man, he just seemed to always be in the right place right. at the right, right time, time. Yeah. which he said is not luck. It's just preparation, yeah. understanding. It is. At one point, that ball's tipped right where you need to be for it. Yep. Um, so which player, how about this, was the most underrated? Uh, might not necessarily gotten all the spotlight, but deserves some recognition. Right. For, for me, that's 100% Cordelius Lucas. On a, on, a, on a group of offensive line that was kind of banged up, you got Cosby in and out. Mm -hmm. Having a guy who's your swing tackle who can come in and play like a starter and play at a super high level, yep. lock down elite pass rushers, he does not get enough credit. Excellent job by him. He's my he's my guy that deserves a little bit more flowers. I'm going with Curtis Samuels, a.k.a. Tito Jackson. But nobody loves who that is, nobody, no, no, nobody loves is. Tito. Because you know why? Johan Dotson comes in. He's the first rapper. You got Terry <laughs> McLaurin on the other side that's getting it done. I'm sorry. I'm going with Curtis Samuels. Tito Jackson lives on through me. I'm <laughs> just going to keep moving Jackson. on to the next yeah, one. Johan, uh, who was your biggest <laughs> surprise of this season? For me, John Ridgway is the guy that sticks out because he was on a practice squad, got cut, they signed Excellent. him, and he became a huge contributor, especially in that Cinco front. I'm going Jamin Davis because I think he was the guy that people was waiting on to make plays as a rookie. Yeah. It didn't happen, but this year I thought he just got better and better as the year, uh, as the year went on. And so with that, it is time to turn the clock forward because it's never too early to start focusing on the next season. This time, Logan and Fred spot out what's on their wish list for 2023. It is officially the off season. And uh, look, the coaches and the staff get this much of a break because there really is no official off season in the NFL. They have to prepare for the draft for free agency. And so Fred and Logan, I want to know what is your wish list <laughs> for this off season? We already know they are doing tons of interviews for that OC position. So why don't we start there? Who wants to get it? Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be the story of the next couple of weeks, right? It's yeah. find the right offensive coordinator. You want someone who can develop Sam Howell, kind of abide by this philosophy that Marty and Ron want to talk about. Run first, run second. 
What can you do there? Rely on your defense. Who's this person going to be? Because I think it's a big deal. Uh, you know what? I like how you did that weather, man. You told lies. You still told the truth at the same time. Hey, Joe Brady is the guy. I like to say, you know, not who we going to get. Why like would he something. leave Buffalo? Why not? Because he's the quarterback coach. <laughs> and the upgrade from being a quarterback coach is the OC. All right, we're going to give you an OC job. And not only give you an OC job, we're giving you a young wolf, a young quarterback to mold. And, All right, and we'll see how much he likes Sam Howell, but I don't know. The other one I think is critical here yeah. is, is this offensive line, right? And one of the key elements of that is finding a spot for Sam Cosby. Uh, is he going to play guard? Is he going to play tackle? Big part of that's in the draft, but you got to get him settled because I think he's a big piece of your, what you want. Yeah, he for. has a slight case of kangaroo arms, short arms, so therefore he has to play guard. All right, but I want a whole facelift for this thing. I want to go to LA and find a doctor and I'm talking about total facelift. You know, get, get, get the full face off. Full back, face nice off. Right? I'm talking about you got to find a young tackle. Yeah. You got to find a young guard and most Certainly, you got to find a center. So you got a guy you like too. Yeah, yeah I do. Minnesota, there watch that. Six, six, three hundred forty pounds. <laughs> and this again, this goes with the quarterback. This goes yeah. with the O line. Yeah. Maybe the most critical piece this offseason is developing your young play caller, right, Fred? Because yeah. he's going to be the guy. The talent's there. It's just can you get him to be that guy that can mm -hmm. win you some football games? I don't know. It's going to be big, big question this offseason. Fan base, I want to introduce you to the young wolf. Rob Stark, that's who he is. Rob Stark? That's what I call him. And then who's this guy, man? I don't even know who this is. Hey, what hey, school is this? Hey, uh, he, he a dog. First of all, if you go to the whale and you always win, you can't got Fred Smooth, you ain't got Montez Swift, you ain't got a player that anybody like likes like this. Hey, this guy is the next award winner for the best cornerback in the league. Uh, Manuel Forbes, remember this name? He is that dude. Second round pick? No, no, first round. Okay, I got you. I mean, don't I mean, nobody I close to him. I definitely agree. You need a quarterback, cornerback, and it's going to be interesting with that first pick. Is it a cornerback? Is it an offensive lineman, he's offensive sticky. guard. I don't care where you go. You go to the bathroom, he's going with you. <laughs> Julie, what do you think? I don't know. I feel like Fred's a little biased here. What do you think? <laughs> not really. Fred is not totally really. biased, but that's <laughs> okay. I not really. cannot wait until we get into where do they go in the draft, what positions, what names, what players. Uh, Fred's just going to clean the board with the Mississippi State guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Thanks, guys. Again, it was a wish list. For all your Commander's news and analysis, be sure to tune in to Command Center weeknights at 5 and 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. You can also stream on YouTube and Commanders.com.